What's up, Soap Suds? Welcome back to another episode of The Geek Soapbox. As always, I'm your host, Michael Lee Ponton, and I'm joined by my co-host... Leva Bates! Yeah! Woo-hoo! She's back, everybody. Hi, everyone. She's returned. Sorry, Sorry I was gone last week. <laughs> it was a crazy weekend for you, right? It was a crazy 10 days, yes. That's true. <laughs> That's true. It was more than just a weekend. Yeah, it was... <laughs> insane <laughs> but i guess it was a good insane yeah so. i mean that's the best kind of insane right yeah totally um uh, leva what you been playing what you been reading what you been watching oh my goodness i don't really think i've changed a lot since i've last talked to you playing ghost of tsushima and overwatch whenever it's mayhem uh still haven't played animal crossing <laughs> um <laughs> Still. The villagers are going to be so mad at me. I know, There's right? There's going to be so many roaches um, and weeds. I, I, I'm just, I don't like to be forced into things. It's been so like long forced... now that I'm dreading going back. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I know they're going to be passive aggressive and it's going to be a disaster. <laughs> really well. Oh, I'm, I haven't seen you in a while. Oh, I thought you please. left. Where have you been? I thought you died. <laughs> I thought you were mad at me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Like, Don't force me to come back. Um, I, I actually I started reading a new book. It's called The Good Girl's Guide to Murder. Again, same thing. Oh. <laughs> yeah, right? It's the same thing that happened with my Keanu book. Uh, I was sitting there in between matches waiting for the next match to start. And I started actually reading this book that was in my hand. And I actually really got into it. <laughs> so next thing I know, I'm, I'm reading this book. So I was yeah. actually in the kitchen. For some reason, it's in the kitchen. I don't know why. Sometimes you got to read in the kitchen. Yeah, I guess so. I, I think food. I was unpacking and just set it there so I can come back to it. But yeah, I'm still watching Legacies. I'm almost done with that. Uh, it's not really a spoiler because I'm not going to tell you who his character is, but Alexis Denzoff shows up in it. What? And I got really excited because it has a lot of shades of Buffy in it. Yeah. So when he shows up, I'm like, ah! again, it's a completely different <laughs> universe and everything, but it just feels right. It feels right for him to be in this type of universe so yeah <sighs> it made me so happy so <laughs> he's good at that i'm genre almost done with season two he's great at the genre they're supposed stuff. to be working in season three now but you know covid so i don't know what's gonna happen with this poor show <laughs> uh it's on cw right yeah i think i think all their cw stuff is pushed back till 2021 <sighs> they're gonna do a lot of fill-in stuff until 2021 so you got time to catch up I know, I know. I, I think after that, there's a couple shows I have like that are dire. Uh, Mass Singer comes back. <gasps> yeah, like next week, right? Or in two weeks? It does. Yeah. Are you kidding? I I, I got mad last night because I'm like, I'm not gonna watch it. I have too many things. I'm too busy because I was really stressed out last night. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just not gonna watch it. But then today, I got a tweet from I don't know if Ref Chris is in here. Thanks for sending me that tweet. I kind of watched it. I'm like. All right, I'll watch it. <laughs> I'm, I'm less mean, angry about else, all of the million things I'm juggling. So I, I can take one hour a week and put towards Mass Singer. So <laughs> I can just get off my high horse. So definitely Mass Singer uh, yeah. is coming back. And then I really want to get into the boys. I know. But I'm going to let a few episodes accumulate like I did with Mandalorian. So yeah. I can just like binge most of it so i know they've done three episodes so far but i don't know how often they're dropping so no clue by the time i finish legacies and get into it i'll be able to 
two budge episodes. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, on my end, uh, still Ghost of Tsushima. I've been playing Marvel's Avengers. How is that? <sighs> oh! <laughs> it's, listen, really? it's, it has its moments. Um, I'm really interested to play with some other people. Um, okay. I feel like some of the tutorials come very late into the campaign. And so it's, it, you don't learn how to play as quickly as you would like. Also, switching characters is tough because every character plays a little bit differently. Um, and you're never with that character long enough to really get a grasp on it. Oh, no. Um, okay. But I, think, but I think it's all leading to the post game where you're just doing missions with your friends online. And that's when you really get good at the game. I, I have a feeling it's building to that moment. Hmm. Thus far, of the three characters I've unlocked, uh, Kamala Khan, Ms. Marvel, the Hulk, and Iron Man, I honestly want to say Kamala Khan is my favorite thus far. She's okay. the easiest to understand her controls. And I'm pretty sure she's supposed to be the entry-level character <laughs> because <laughs> the seasoned Avengers, it's like, I'm like, I can't remember how to fly and not to not fly. It's very confusing. Yeah, I hear hear a lot of people complaining about the Iron Man flight. It is, it's bananas. Um, it's hard to control. I may wait wait a little bit. But I'm enjoying. Here's I may the wait thing. on I'm that enjoying just it. a little I think bit. The story's then. fun, but I'm anxious to get to the end game so I can play with other people. Without so you spoilers. can't play with other people until you, you beat the you, main story. You can, you can. Um, if you jump right into the multiplayer mode, there could be potential spoilers for the campaign. But then I also found out there are missions during the campaign that you can invite your friends to come and help you with, which huh. I didn't know until I was already playing the game. And I was like, oh, wait, I could be having my friends play with me. I'm very confused by it, um, but I'm enjoying it. I'm going to keep playing because, you know, right. I paid for it. So I'm going to play it. <laughs> <laughs> so how are you? Are you just going back and forth between that and Ghost? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Are you still in Act Two, or did you get past Act nope, Two? Still in Act Two. <laughs> still in Act Two. Of okay. Yeah, it's I am too. I'm doing going, so man. many like side missions. It's, it's slow ridiculous. Going. Yeah, exactly. Um, I unlock the it. dual like missions now, and I don't like that because I hate dueling mm. with a fiery passion. I raged out in my stream last night. Oh, yeah. I was ra I was raging in my my Avenger stream. <laughs> 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 I, I'm pretty sure I flicked off the camera. I don't remember doing it, but somebody in the chat goes, oh, you just gave him the finger. I was like, <laughs> that was unintentional. <laughs> Hopefully I don't get banned. I don't know. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. Who knows? I think people have done worse. Oops. Right? Yeah, you're fine. Yeah, I legit quit the game and came back. I was like, I'm not going to play this. I'm going to restart it. So I tried to restart the mission before the duel and it just brought me right back into the oh duel oh my gosh and then i tried to like upload the the save before yeah, yeah. but i somehow accidentally saved over that save Ooh. then you put you back in the duel it Yikes. was it was such a pain <laughs> you're, trapped, you're trapped in the loop so i had to do the duel on oh the stream it was embarrassing but i made it through <laughs> I'm, oh, i get so embarrassed with this with the duels anything Listen, else man. i don't mind doing but i get so embarrassed that's been me in every stream recently just very angry. <laughs> very angry very ragey uh, let's move on into the news. Okay, news. Let's see, this first one I think is pretty interesting. I think it's right up your alley. Uh, <laughs> Magic the Gathering uh, meets Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, after two D&D &D campaign sets, 
Uh, oh, sorry. After two D&T campaigns set in the world of Magic the Gathering, 2018's Guildmaster's Guide to Ravnica, and the recently announced Mythic Odysseys of Theros, the fantasy giants are set to meet again, but this time as a Magic the Gathering card set. Wizards of the Coast announced on September 1st that Dungeons & Dragons Adventures in the Forgotten Realm uh, will be arriving quarter three, 2021. This was announced during a live stream. Uh, it was said that the set will be a fully standard legal and black-bordered, letting it interact with other mainline Magic the Gathering sets. Head designer for Magic the Gathering, Mark Rosewater, announced on his Tumblr blog that the set will replace the 2021 core set. Levi, are you still playing Magic the Gathering? <laughs> uh, only when I have company, which is has, hasn't been since oh, COVID. You know, uh, I, I don't. All right, I have not played with like strangers or people outside of my circle of friends. No, absolutely not. I, I don't know if I am actually doing it right. So I'm embar- again the whole embarrassed. I don't mm-hmm. know. So I I have a bunch of old cards. They're probably like ten years old, but yeah. and they're not competition legal anymore. So you can't even use them. <laughs> Oh, uh, see, there you go. <laughs> but no, I, I, I do want to play. I just don't have anyone to play with. Listen, when you said you were getting back into it, I bought a bunch of cards, and then we never played. Well, <laughs> so we should. We should, when we're allowed to be We just play with masks. We'll it would be great. We'll play a mask we'll play <laughs> on a really long table. It's fine. Hey, if it makes you feel better, I get tested on a regular basis. So, you know, on my end, I'm good. <laughs> It's just me. <laughs> I'm a walking danger. Uh, but I think this sounds cool. You know, it seems no, like I, Dungeons and Dragons awesome. and Magic should have met a long time ago. No, I yeah, that's that's what I'm really shocked about. Like, I mean, I guess are they are they owned and operated by? They're both by Wizards of the Coast. So, and this is a fr- wow. I know. I mean, other than the D and D campaign sets. But yeah, yeah that's cool though. Maybe crazy. you know what? Sometimes it just takes. They just got to get it right. I'm sure they took yeah. the time because they want to get it right. You don't want to screw. You know like what? That. And that's what it is. I, I feel like all of us growing up, we either did magic or D and D or something, yeah. and now that we're adults and running the world, we're like, why don't we mix them both together? Mash why not both? Fantasies together, which is wonderful. Yeah. I I think that's such a brilliant idea. So it's a wonderful time to be a geek. It is. It really is. Well, the geeks rule the world, so that's Truth. what's so great about it. So true. Uh, other Speaking fun which... news: Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, the game, is returning in celebration of the game's tenth anniversary. Ubisoft announced that it will be coming to PS4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, Stadia, and PC this holiday season in the Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, the game complete edition. This game was delisted in 2014. It was reportedly delisted because of an expired license. I think the Scott Pilgrim license is caught up with uh, Oni Press and Universal Studios and Brian Lee O'Malley. So there's a lot of people that have their hands in this. So it makes it hard for this game, I think, to be released. Um, But they worked it out. They worked it out for the 10th anniversary. This will include the original game uh, where you can play as Scott, Ramona, Stephen Stills, and Kim Pine, as well as the Knives Chow and Wallace Wells DLC. Uh, There will be four-player local and online co-op. The soundtrack is, again, by Anna Managuchi, and the release date is still holiday season. 
We don't awesome. know exactly what I'm that means. Did you play this up. game when it was out? The first time? No, I actually never got to play the other one. Oh, it was good. Yeah, I didn't even know it existed. Yeah, it was really, really good. This is the first thing I bought when I got my PS3. Was uh, Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's like the thing that pushed me over the edge to get the PS3. Because I was That's like, awesome. I want to play the Scott Pilgrim game so bad. Yeah, I don't know how I missed it. I don't know. Yeah, Life. I mean, if you like old school beat-em-ups like uh, the X-Men arcade game or the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or any of those things... It's super, super fun. Yeah, uh, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. It's Yay. dope. I'm excited that thing's back. Uh, let's oh, see, yeah. what else, no, what else I, we I'm got? definitely going to pick it up. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know what system to get it for, though. What are you going to get it on? I'll probably get it on my Switch. That's what I was thinking. I can thinking. always have it. I feel, yeah, yeah, and you can just carry it with you wherever you want to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think, All right, I so think if you so. get it on the Switch, I'll get it on the Switch. Yeah, and then we can play online together. Exactly. Heck yeah. That's why I can't. I can't get it on one, and you get it on the other, That'd and then it's so like awful. That would be our luck, though. We would both. Not talk <laughs> I didn't get a PS4. You get it on the Switch. Uh, listen, I would probably be easily convinced to buy it on multiple platforms. <laughs> to be perfectly <laughs> honest with you, it's that fun. Uh, and then the Xbox versus PS5 next gen war continues the new xbox price points and release dates were revealed uh microsoft revealed that the xbox series s which is a digital only console uh that outputs at 1440p is priced at 299.99 and the xbox series x which is a more powerful system that has a disk drive uh and 4k resolution natively uh is 499.99 this thing these both these uh systems are releasing on november 10th 2020 and pre-orders will start on september 22nd sony immediately after this announced that a ps5 showcase will be this coming wednesday 9 16 at 4 p.m eastern 1 p.m pacific standard time uh, they've already announced that the PS5 will be available in a digital-only edition and a disk drive version. Uh, so they're kind of going head-to-head -head here on this. Has anything they announced prices you? yet? No. Or is that what's gonna, no, I, that's going to be Wednesday? I think everyone is speculating that's what's going to happen on Wednesday to see okay. which, uh, which I'm a Sony girl, so. I know. I, I'm such a Sony girl, so. I, no, no offense, to Xbox. Yeah, yeah, cool. No, it's just I've I've just always had Sony. Yeah, I've yeah. always had P Me too. PlayStation One, two. But I guess there's something they're doing. Uh, I don't know. There's something where you can subscribe to their Game Pass, and then for like ten or twenty dollars more a month, you get the next gen system. So it's just like a monthly payment on your system, along with the Game Pass. So I find that to be very intriguing of like huh yeah you subscribe to, to microsoft game pass or whatever i think that's what they call it again but, I, don't, I'm, I don't xbox but but what if you you know how people like cancel their their yeah, you see, know there's that i don't know they, they're gonna send the repo man to come and uh knock down your door <laughs> i hope <laughs> don't... the repo man i mean they probably have your claim your system are they really gonna do that though that's like they probably have your credit card information, and if you bag out, they just charge it. They're going to charge you for the whole thing. Fair so, enough. I don't okay. know. And then Nintendo, out of the blue, announced Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. 
This game is a warrior-style game set 100 years before Breath of the Wild. It recounts the final days of Hyrule before the fall to Calamity Ganon. Thus far, we know you can play as Link, Zelda, and the four champions Mifa, Rivali, Urbosa, and Daruk. Uh, it is developed by Koei Tecmo, working closely with the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild team. This has two-player local co-op, and it is releasing on 1120. I love the Warrior game, so uh, I, I know. I, so it seems like if it's before Breath of the Wild, since I still have yet to play Breath of the Wild, even right. though I own it, I just it's a commitment I wasn't ready yeah, for. Yeah, yeah, it's a big commitment. Yeah, uh, I can I just skip into the Warriors hack and slash. I mean, it's think. a prequel. Yeah, you definitely could. And spoilers, <laughs> I think we all know how this Warriors game is going to end. <laughs> the maybe. The Hyrule Falls. <laughs> Spoiler <laughs> alert. So, so so you go into the game knowing that know. you're not going to win. But I guess it's not the destination; it's the journey. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. I guess I don't know. I'm looking forward Touché. to it. I like the first Hyrule Warriors, and I'm super excited to to jump yeah, back I into love, the world. Yeah, I love I love the first Hyrule Warriors. Yeah. Like there I got it in so multiple much systems. There. So I'm interested to see if there's just as much. I had a Wii U, and I think I had an... Uh, I know, I had it on Whatever Wii U the handheld and... one, was it DS? Oh, I didn't get it on DS. I yeah. I got it on my Switch. It's on Switch? Uh, the complete edition is on Switch. With all the content uh, from both the games. Do I... And then I... some. Well, there's other Warrior games I haven't played, so... <laughs> I know, I, it's you're... fine, it's fine. But you'll eventually probably play them all. I just you're, got you're Fire Warriors Emblem girl. Warriors, but I haven't played it yet. I barely touched Fire Emblem Warriors. Um but again, I enjoy them. I think they're super again, fun. But One Piece Warriors, I love that one. Yeah. And then the next one's out four, so I need to get that. Cool, cool, cool. Um, and then what else we got here? That's it. Oh, Wonder Woman. Let's. Uh, oh, okay. So uh, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman has been delayed again. <laughs> again. Sadly. Uh, Warner, Warner Brothers has once again delayed the theatrical release of Warner Brother, uh, Wonder Woman 84 from October 2nd to December 25th. Ooh, Christmas release. Know, hopefully it is, people it is will go release. to the theater and see it. Uh, director Patty Jenkins told Variety, first and foremost, let me say how much Gal and I love all our devoted Wonder Woman fans around the world, and your excitement for Wonder Woman 84 couldn't make us happier or more eager for you to see the movie. Because I know how important it is to bring this movie to you on a big screen when all of us can share the experience together, I'm hopeful you won't mind waiting just a little bit longer. With the new date on Christmas Day, we can't wait to spend the holidays with you. I think a Christmas release is a good idea. Yeah. Hopefully families can be together. Hopefully families can go see the movie together. I think they're hoping that things will be open more so they have bigger numbers. Yeah, well. Will it be direct as well, like Bill and Ted was? I don't, and like other I movies don't think are? that's the plan. Tangent? I think the plan is to go to theaters. But so, what if... Yeah, I don't know. I. What that, if the world's still that is a big, broken? That's a big question that we need to get solved. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then tell me, Emmerich... The WB Motion Pictures chairman had this to add. He said, Patty is an exceptional filmmaker, and with Wonder Woman 1984, she has delivered an incredibly dynamic film that moviegoers of all ages around the world will absolutely love. We're very proud of the film and look forward to bringing it to audiences for the holidays. So, yeah. Okay. I really, I, 
I hope it gets to go to the theaters. I hope everything feels safe to go to the theaters. I know there are theaters in some parts of the country that are doing really well. And, uh, you know, we know people that have gone to the theaters and they said it was a great experience. I think it's a personal <laughs> choice. I think, it's, I think it is whether you feel comfortable or not. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, it's a little bit off topic, but it's not. Like, BTS is having another concert tour movie, mm -hmm. and it looks like it's only in theaters as well. And I'm just like, if y'all yeah. had this, like, legit digital, i watch it. Like, just like all the other movies that have come out recently. Yeah, like, yeah. I instead of going to the theater and dropping 5 to 15 or whatever money is, I'm dropping 20, 25 to own the movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. And comfort of my house right. and not getting infected yeah <laughs> by stupid people yeah speaking of watching movies from the comfort of your house let's move into our topic of the week shall we Bill and Ted 3, Bill and Ted face the music. There they are, and little, little Bill and little Ted. <laughs> <laughs> we have special guests with us today. <laughs> Look at your little special guest. If for those of you listening, Leva's got her little Bill and Ted action figures. <laughs> They're accompanying her on this little journey that we're taking. Here's the plot synopsis of this film. The stakes are higher than ever for the time-traveling exploits of Bill and Ted. Yet, to fulfill their rock and roll destiny... The now middle-aged best friends set out on a new adventure when a visitor from the future warns them that only their song can save life as we know it. Along the way, they will be helped by their daughters, a new batch of historical figures, and a few music legends to seek the song that will set their world right and bring harmony to the universe. Uh, what were your initial impressions, Leva? It was fun. It was a lot of fun. I mean, no go in expecting Hamlet, but it was... <laughs> no, please don't. That's a terrible idea. <laughs> it's silly, it's fun, it's heartwarming. So yeah. that's it's what you go in hoping for and what you come out receiving. Yeah, definitely. Uh, let's talk about some of the returning characters. Once again, we've got Bill S. Preston Esquire as portrayed by Alex Winter and Ted Theodore Logan as portrayed by your boy... Keanu Reeves. Woo! Uh, so, can I just talk about him yes, without please. a beard? It's kind of off-putting to me. A little bit. A little bit. I, mean, could... <laughs> I agree. We'll go into that later. We'll go I into agree. that later. <laughs> all right. All right. I don't know if I can go into this now. Like, go, when's go. the last this time you saw him go. without a beard? It's been Ugh. years. Like, like, I had to go on Google and look up the last time you saw him without a beard. And I want to say it's been at least, like, almost. It's but, been a long time five years at least maybe more if it's like some weird random small movie that you're like oh yeah he didn't have a beard there but yeah it's it's That's crazy weird. like it's it's it is very weird oh it has a beard so like seeing his chin was just yeah i, I wasn't wonder, ready for I it why the it makes sense I though why they I don't made the choice. Ted would, would have you know actual ted i mean we go into the plot later but actual ted would not have a beard so he had to <sighs> Definitely, definitely threw me off. I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, joining them once again was William Sadler as Death. So good. Uh, and then two <laughs> new actresses portraying Princess <laughs> Elizabeth 
and Princess Joanna. Uh, Aaron Hayes as Elizabeth and Jayma Mays as Joanna. Once again, Captain Logan returns as portrayed by Hal Landon Jr. Uh, Beck Bennett takes over as Officer Deacon Logan, Ted's uh, brother. And Amy Stoke, Stoach, I don't know how to say her last name, uh, returns, right. Sounds right. returns as Missy. <laughs> Kissy Missy! Missy! Kissy! Uh, that was hilarious, the whole bringing Missy back in grief. that way they did. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense within the world that they have created that now she would be moving on to marrying Deke, Deacon. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. It was so funny. Uh, so awesome. <laughs> So I mean that they got so many of these people back, and then I think, yeah. uh, you know, Aaron Hayes and Jamie Mays fit right in as the princesses, as the princesses. <laughs> and then, I saw people complaining okay. about the fact that they didn't get older actresses, but they, I mean, they are of the right age, right? I mean, I, here's, I, I, yeah, I feel like people are I just. Don't know. I didn't actually look looking into for it. stuff to complain about. Probably that that's just my opinion. Like I, mean, I, I felt honest, like these the these women, of the women old. they used had wonderful comic timing, uh-huh. and they had good and natural chemistry with each other as well with the guys. So I think that's more important than worrying about well if they're age accurate or I not. I, th- like th- I mean, this is a movie about time. Also travel, nowadays, and- I'm way older than I look. It's all about skincare, my friends. You're probably. <laughs> Are you they hundreds probably of take, years old? They're Levi? princesses. They take care of their skin. Yeah. Fine. It's fine. They look great. Chill out, everybody. <laughs> Stop ragging on the princesses. The princesses were great. That's the whole joke. They keep changing. Yep. The actresses. Yep. And it just makes sense. <laughs> and then we're introduced to some new characters. Theodora Thea Preston, as portrayed by Samara Weaving. And Wilhelmina Billy Logan, as portrayed by Bridget Lundy Payne, the children of Bill and Ted. I love that they actually named them after each other. Uh-huh. Little Bill, <laughs> Bill and Little Ted. Yeah, that's so great. Because I was like, oh, yeah, it makes sense that Bill would name it after Ted and Ted would name it after Bill. That they're is bros. Cute. They're best buds. They're going to be in each other's lives until the very end. Right? Even couples therapy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, thought, I thought the girls were great. Yeah. I, I, I've, I've heard mixed reviews on them, but I thought yeah. they were, I, I thought they nailed it. Like they, the mannerisms, the pretty much they were tiny versions of their dads and that's what they, they wanted. Were, that but, was the whole point. But you I know what I mean? The impression that Billy and Thea were still like, the free they were free spirited like their dads but they were very intelligent like their moms yeah like i feel like they were a lot smarter than bill and ted were yeah you well because kids always surpass their parent you know that's that's well that's the <laughs> that's the dream of a parent true I, I want my child to surpass me and that was the whole point so <laughs> Yeah, and I, but yeah. I think they. I, think I they mean, think about the it. The, the moms, the princesses, are actually quite down to earth and with it. The princesses <laughs> have adjusted to modern times very, very well. See exactly. You know, like, I, for for people that came from whatever century they came from, like <laughs> they're they're doing modern things like medieval times. We're, we're going to couples therapy, and we're you know, like, oh, they are very well adjusted. <laughs> 
I mean, they've been here for what? 20, 30 years? I don't know how many years. Many years? 25? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. They've, they've been here a while, but still, I think it was super cool. Uh, they are all joined by Kelly, as played by Kristen Shaw, who is the daughter of Rufus. I love everyone has daughters now. Yeah, just daughters. <laughs> you get a daughter. I love it. You get love a daughter. It. We're all getting daughters. Uh, and then probably one of my favorite new characters, <laughs> Anthony Kerrigan as Dennis Caleb McCoy. <laughs> He's ridiculous. The, the death ridiculous. robot. Who would have thought Victor Zaz? Victor's yeah, ass yeah, yeah. would be the most endearing oh my god killer robot ever it was so funny so <laughs> really very good. funny like, and so very absurd yes so that's just my wheelhouse right there yeah i mean why not that's the kind of, that's the kind of bread and butter of these movies uh and then we got some new historical figures uh kid cuddy <laughs> that that was funny uh, who's Jim, apparently really intelligent uh, yes. super smart yeah knows how to deal with time travel and alternate realities and all that kind of stuff uh we have Jimi hendrix and louis armstrong and mozart and ling lun and grom the percussionist <laughs> uh i think this is fun i think this mix of characters was super super fun um what was your opinion on the overall plot um Honestly, it was a historical figure. Sometimes, like, they're behind, like, like the daughters would be doing something, but the guys in the back would be doing stuff, and it would just make me laugh so hard. Like, when they were trying to get, like, Mozart to join, so Jimmy was, like, playing. Like, Louis in the back was cracking me up. Like, <laughs> Louis Armstrong. All of his, like, facials and stuff was so good. And then, like... I don't know why Mozart became the mom, but he was like <laughs> taking care of Grom. Like, oh my God, they were like the historical figures made it for me. They <laughs> and it wasn't even like the forefront of what was happening. Maybe the daughters be talking, and all of a sudden you see like in the background Mozart's like holding Grom. Like, no, that's for here. How did I miss that? <laughs> No, go back. Oh, my God. Like, that's what caught my eye. I was oh like, God. what? <laughs> They're so good. So good. Like, just small, small things in the background that, yeah. that the historical figures made it for me. <laughs> I, I thoroughly enjoyed the alternate versions of Bill and Ted. I guess for their, oh future, my God. their future versions. The time travel <laughs> in this movie is very loose and very confusing to me. Yeah, the future. Oh, my like, God. The cause and effect. <laughs> The 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 British accent ones. Oh, <laughs> Why do we have British accents? I don't know. I don't know what they got classy all of a sudden. But it was just it was all a front because they're really douchebags. <laughs> so ridiculous. Like yeah, no, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. And then the muscle bound prison versions of them <laughs> was just. I mean. And then what? This was all because their wives left them? <laughs> did they, I mean, they were just time traveling? I, I'm just very confused by that part of the plot. Like, what happened? Did the princesses really leave? I think 
what happened was okay so the old versions came yeah. back Please the old princesses came back to i guess couples therapy princesses and was like hey this is your future do you really want to go down this path and then that was them trying to like make amends and you know fix it and find out where they went wrong and it was a, a path of self you know it's oh, a journey to self-reflection and finding out oh wait we, we can't be like we love you i love you <laughs> that type moment you know they had to learn that for themselves so i, I didn't mind it i thought it was kind of cool uh yeah. i i like that it was like two like they went they were going on a mission for one thing and then all of a sudden it was like our wives are leaving us what <laughs> so they're trying to save reality but also save their marriage so you know talk about you know conundrum juggling yeah. yeah well and i think i think this movie did in fact have a lot of heart you know it was yeah. very personal for bill and ted trying to save their marriages and then also when they ultimately had to make the decision of going to save their daughters mm-hmm. you know like uh i know we gotta unite all of reality but our daughters are dead <laughs> <laughs> I guess Oops. there's only one way for us to get them back. Come on, kill us. We gotta, we gotta go see our old pal Death. <laughs> and what a great way to get him back, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because going into this, I was like, how, how are they gonna get Death back? Like, what, what is, <laughs> how's the plot gonna circle back and bring him back into this mix? Well, Dennis, that is how. <laughs> Dennis. <laughs> Dennis will vaporize everybody and then we'll have to go to Hades and bring everybody back. Uh, I think death was amazing again. Yeah. He's so good. Just the, steals the, that, show. the actor is amazing as death. So yeah. And then I feel like he hasn't even missed a beat. Like, no, you just plucked him out of one movie and literally just like, yeah, here, okay, we, go. here we go. And now you're in this movie. Put your robes on and you're in it. And there you are. Totally. So that's crazy. <laughs> uh, in watching this movie, Leva, what was the most excellent moment for you? <sighs> it's a tough one. You it's can hard. Have several uh, if you want. I tried watching it last night, but I, I started way too late. And I was like, I'm going to lay here on the couch. And it's like you know, too many mornings. I'm a couple so weeks up removed from minutes. it as well. So I'll watch like the first 30 minutes and then passed out. Um, but I didn't watch it like the day it came out. <sighs> I don't know. Like, ah, there's so many fun ones. Like the most excellent moment, like, honestly, probably, I don't want to give away the ending, but the ending was so like, I like the way it tied everything together. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, some of the most excellent moments were getting with the back behind, like, those moments that you're not you kind of pay attention to but you're supposed to be actually not focusing on those yeah so many small little like hidden little gems i love i love that type of thing i also really like seeing the rufus cameo yeah hologram that was also really nice not like they brought the old uh phone booth back but they also had the more modern version actually like the future now looks like actual potentially more future because when you watch the old ones oh like, yeah get, yeah like you know yeah. 20 plus years old and it's like 
Anytime you watch an old movie that's supposed to go in the future, but like 20 years have passed, you're like, <laughs> You got it so wrong, guys. not like that at all. No. Where's my flying car? Where's my right? traveling phone? Back booth? to the future. I was promised flying cars and hoverboards. Uh, puffer vest. <laughs> uh, most excellent moment. What about you? I don't know. It's hard to say. It, like... it really is. I, I, the, the, whole, the whole experience of this movie, I think, was great. You know, seeing these characters yeah. again, seeing where they are now in their story is super cool. Seeing that they're still friends, you know? Like, to have a friend that you are that connected to, I think, yeah, is the dream. <laughs> you know, to have somebody yeah. that you're just so close with. Maybe not, like, ridiculously that codependent on, um, <laughs> but you know, somebody that's got your back until the very end, I think is, is super cool. Uh, and to see them pass that on to their kids and their kids have that relationship and they've got such a great relationship with their kids that, mm -hmm. you know, the girls would literally go to the ends of time to save their dads yeah, to help their dads. You know, this, Hot is, Cheetos. this, <laughs> this film I feel like is a story about family. Yeah. Which I don't I feel, feel like the, the other the, ones have Even been. the best friends, they're like brothers. And like yeah. the girls were like almost like sisters. You know, that's how close they were, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, I think. I didn't see them as friends. I saw my sisters, which was weird because they're not related. But my brain. Yeah, but I think, I think you're on to something there because I think that, you know, it also shows that family is more than just family but, you know it's yeah. it's the it's the connections you make along the way and i honestly that's what that whole movie is about is making connections with other people if you really think about it if you if you think about the ending and how all the pieces come together it's about coming together and that's a super cool message and way deeper than i actually expected this movie and i didn't really think about it until i just started saying it out loud right yeah. here right now that it definitely has a bigger resonating message that we should all think about just a little bit yeah that and said, i i think it's very apropos that it came out now yeah too as opposed to mm -hmm. i mean i i know probably they were were weren't expecting the world to be in shambles like it is but it's it was kind of just the right movie at the right time to come out, you know? Yeah, So agreed. That being said, we've said our most excellent things about this movie. What was the most heinous part of this movie? Seeing Keanu without a beard. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> it's, so, it's just no different. Again, we've went so many years without seeing him <laughs> without his Sean Wick Keanu beard. So it's just so different. It's so weird. I think honestly, we always talk about how he doesn't age. I think again, he's still I my think, deity. I think it's something to do with his beard. Him I think age. his beard. You know what I mean? Like young. really, like he he's kind of looks his age. Well, not quite his full age, but you know. How he, old is he? Though fifty, like fifty plus. I listen. I feel like without the beard, he looks so much older. Yeah. Like, he looks probably he looks about like mid to late forties without the beard, with the beard does not look. Mm -mm. 
No, I, the beard is magical. Ah. Oh, I'm hearing. I'm hearing from from Matt, our producer, in my ear that Keanu Reeves is fifty six. He's fifty six. Fifty. He's closer to sixty than fifty. With I didn't beard, realize he was that old. It's the beard. With the beard, you would never know. I mean, even without the beard, he doesn't look like a 56-year-old man. He looks about, like, 49. I don't, 50? I, listen, I don't think... With the beard? Hot. I don't, <laughs> I don't think he looked great in this movie. I'm going to be honest. I know, he doesn't look bad in this movie. It's just the first time we've really uh, seen him so, be his so... age. It's so weird. And he's I so don't... ageless in anything he ever plays. Even if he's a dad, he's still almost ageless. You yeah. know what I mean? Like as long as he has a beard, he's timeless. But then With now the he's Ted, and a dad, and hasn't wrote a song, no beard, and yeah. And then they show clips of when he used to be Ted, and you're like, oh yeah. But why did age? Why didn't they let him keep the beard at the end of? Bogus journey. He had a beard. Why couldn't he keep the beard? Did he have know. to become suburban house dad? Yeah, he had to be suburban dad. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Does he dye his hair? I don't know. No <laughs> one just asked if he dyes his hair. I don't know. I don't know if he dyes his hair. I haven't had the chance to ask him. Yeah, I mean his beard's dark, so maybe, maybe not. He's just. He has the beard back though. Because when he was he doing press and stuff, I'm going to say he it's had It's so back. funny because I feel like they also played the characters so much older. Like, I've watched recent interviews where they're talking about the movie, and I'm like, oh, they both seem so young and, like, full of life. But then yeah. poor Ted seemed very, very old in this movie. <laughs> Even, you know the walk he did? Yes. Like, there's times he would, like, have, like, this, like... I just got off a horse walk. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, like the funny thing is, I before I watched three, I went back and I watched one and two, and I noticed in uh, Bogus Journey that he would walk kind of pigeon toed. Yeah, and I don't yeah. know. And I don't then know that's, if that's how Keanu he's Reeves. walking now. I don't know if that's Keanu Reeves or that's just the character choice for Ted. Probably a character choice. Yeah, so like he's, he's, he's still doing reading it. the book. Like he he does small things like that that people are like. Oh, wait, he was doing that? Yeah. Yeah, I noticed it. And then, yes, I did notice it in three because I had just seen it in two. And I was like, yeah. That must be. That's how his walk was a little different. But he doesn't walk like that. That's not a Keanu walk. So it's a choice. It's a deliberate choice. Yes. Very interesting, cool. right? Yeah, it's super interesting. So if you had to pick of the three, which is your favorite one? <sighs> Probably the first one, just because it's your first. Um, I did. I do definitely for sure like one better than two. Um, three I liked. I loved a lot. Like it. It's, but I. I'm. I'm. I'm <laughs> it's tough, but yeah. I agree with you. I think one. I think one is my favorite. It's a classic. It. It feels the most cohesive. Uh, I think three is a close second because I like the way it closes things out. Yeah. Two is just a sequence of non sequiturs that <laughs> just feels like they threw everything against the wall and it it's weird. It has Bill and Ted robots. It has stations. I mean it's fun, it's, it's, but it is it is a fun little romp. 
but very, what? very weird. Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't bring the robots back for any reason or just have yeah, them. Where's like... the robots? Where's Station? Come on. Yeah. Why, why, didn't, why didn't they beam down? Beam down Station. <laughs> I'm sure there's a deleted scene somewhere. Oh my gosh! So that that's our that's our chat for Bill and Ted Three. You got any other closing thoughts on that one? So yeah. You good? You good <laughs> on Bill and Ted Three? Bill and Ted Three. All right. And let's then move, come let's... back when it's uh, Matrix Four and John Wick. All right. We'll, four, see, we'll see where we'll see where Keanu goes. Uh, let's move into the oh, mailbag. 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 lot of mail this week at all no email remember you can no email emails? us you can email us thegeeksoapbox at gmail.com send us some email send us some comments uh you can also get in touch twitter, with us on instagram. twitter and instagram and all the or places. if you have like, give them a few minutes but if you have any questions or anything some, i got, I got some questions say. from a, a I couple chats chat ago. up yeah i got some from a couple chats ago that we didn't actually get to which is great uh so from chester mcleod uh, what did you think of what was said about the Flash movie at DC Fandom? Uh, it seemed cool with all the time travel. I'm pretty psyched. Did you do you remember any of that stuff? What they said about Flash the Flash four? movie? Is it that that story? Uh, that they're gonna. Uh, it's called Flashpoint. Uh, Flashpoint, but, but yeah, then, yeah. But then there's there's the rumors that uh, Michael Keaton's gonna be back. And Is he gonna be? Uh, Affleck, Batfleck is gonna be back. Like two Batmans in this movie. Is this a Batman Wait, movie? Wait, so, so they're movie? taking a different story then? Yeah, I don't think it's gonna be like comics accurate Flashpoint. Oh, okay. Because I I love that. I love the alternate. Again, if you haven't read the book, close your ears for just a second. I'll do this so you know to <laughs> to not listen. But I love the fact that Bruce died and Tom Thomas was alive, and he was the one that ended up becoming mm-hmm. like the old grizzled Batman. You know. Yeah. So now we're gonna have two Batman. So does that mean? I mean, who or knows? are they gonna get Thomas? Jeffrey Dean Morgan? Like, are they gonna get Michael's Jeffrey gonna be Thomas, but then like the time streams keep blah blah. blah. Maybe he meets up with Bruce, who ends up being Batman. Possible. Who? I, yeah, I don't know. I, I think they could get Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who played Thomas Wayne in the DCEU, to be Thomas Wayne Batman, because that's a, I don't know. A cool guy. I. Because I, I love the actual comic story of that a lot. Yeah. Like, I feel like if they just follow that, it'd be fine. You don't need to change anything. Right. <laughs> you don't need to change it. Just, so, just go with what they wrote. Yeah, but there's so fine. much there to unpack with, uh, you know, Wonder Woman and Aquaman feud. And... I, that, oh, that'd be so badass. Yeah, but I mean... That'd be badass. Both be... of them being, like, super, like... Ah, that's the whole point. It's alternate reality. It's not our Wonder Woman. It's not our Aquaman. But we get to see him be total douchebags. That'll be wonderful. I mean, I guess like listen, tyranny, I guess, uh, tyranny and like I guess uh, they could corruption. Pull a Captain America Civil War on us, and make the Flashpoint movie just Justice League one point five, <laughs> alternate Justice League one point five. Is these comic books lay down such wonderful stories? We it. can just follow them. Yeah, maybe with maybe maybe we could do that down the line. No, again, I mean I did enjoy the the Civil War movie. Yeah. Again, though I tend to enjoy the Marvel movies better than DC. So 
Well, we'll, so we'll see I what feel happens. like the the CWDC, if they did it, I'd be fine with it because I feel like they they make a lot of. Did you ever finish Crisis? Choices. Did you catch up to Crisis? That wasn't the last one, right? Was that the one before last? Mm-mm, that was. I'm really behind. I'm really behind. Cross- okay, you haven't seen you haven't seen Crisis on Infinite Earths. No, I haven't. Okay, seen never yet. mind. Abort, abort this conversation. Abort this conversation. Okay. Uh, Regenerative RX asks, "What do you think of the Eternals movie?" Speaking of Marvel films, I don't know anything about it. Me either. <laughs> <laughs> Other than uh, what's his face got really ripped. Who? Uh, oh, I, uh, I can't remember what his name is. Nanjiani, what's his what's his name? Who is he playing? Uh, <laughs> you know that guy. All right, let me Google Angel- this because I'm now Jolie's completely in like Angelina's in it. I like Angelina. I think the she's fun. Eternal. The Eternals. Yes, look for. Okay, the Eternals cast. I'm yeah, pulling go. this up. There we go. Oh, Kit Harrington. Yeah, I forgot he's in it. Yeah, Kit Harrington's in it. Yep. Okay, like so he's, he's Black great. Knight. Okay, that's cool. Angelina Jolie. For some reason, I can't say her name. So, Salma Hayek's gonna be in it. Did didn't remember that. Look, look, listen. I'm a terrible. I'm a terrible. I don't know anything about the Eternals, and I also think it's a very obscure Marvel property. So I think a lot of people. I, it go is into a little it. bit. It is a little bit. Is it gonna be a movie it's or a movie. like a, a Hulu thing? No, it's or a movie. A they're not. They're not Disney? pulling in Inhumans on this. It's a movie. It is oh, a so it's actual movie. like yes. Feature oh, film in the theaters. Because I know they're doing a lot of like stuff for Disney. So no, this is a movie. This is oh a wow, really? Yeah. Okay. It's, it's obscure and it's a film and it's got Marvel's I feel name like on it. I'm excited to see it. Humans was going to be such a Ooh. bigger thing, and we barely. Yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. I I missed that too. You know, and I actually read the Humans. I never read the Eternals. <laughs> Uh, Eternals. I'm excited about that. Inhumans was kind of a mess. I know. Was it? Yeah. Did you watch Inhumans? No. Oh, it was, oh. I wanted to love it, and I did not. I mean, it you was, read? Did you it ever was read it? Fine, but it wasn't great. Oh. But if you got Disney Plus, check it out because I think it's on there. <sighs> even though I think they want to forget it, but they put it on there for some reason. <sighs> I, I'm excited for the Eternals. behind on everything. I like the Eternals. What excites me about that film is not knowing anything about that film. You know, I feel like when you go into Iron Man or Captain America or Thor, you kind of have an idea of what it's going to be about. You know, because yeah. you you got to kind of I don't know yeah. what I'm looking for, but you know a little bit about those characters. Yeah, even just, if you don't just read from, the comics, yeah, you have just a from existing to in it. the world, you kind of know who they are. But yeah. these characters I know nothing about, and I'm excited to experience that in the theater for the first time. I think that's cool. Uh, we got a good question today from Kane's Lance. So how hyped are you for The Mandalorian Season 2? I think Matt and I touched on this a little bit last week, but Leva, I'd like to get your uh, thoughts on Have that. they announced a date or anything for that? They Have did. they started filming? They did. Tell me how hyped you are, and I will try to find that date for you. <laughs> of course i'm week. hyped uh but my thing is like how much time has passed will baby yoda still be like will the child still be a baby i mean it's like hundreds of years old so all right sure so it's like it's like when you watch something and something like next season time like a couple years have passed and the child has grown up 
I don't think because obviously gonna... when you're filming, kids grow faster. October... <coughs> it's coming like out kid. October 30th, Leva. So really? soon, yeah, next month. But since it's you know not a real child in real life, right? I can keep him a baby. So it's that'd be still great. a child. Let's uh, let's not let's call a spade a spade. It's a child. No, it's you know it's not played by a human child. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like. When we're watching something like, let's say, for instance, Lost, where Walt grew mm-hmm. a yeah, foot and a half in between two seasons, you know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's like, well, Walt, you're just gonna. And how they get rid of kids, you no. know what I mean? Or or five years we, have we passed, passed, and so I'm actually excited that they can just literally pick up if they wanted to. I don't know if they are. I have no idea what's going on, like. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I haven't read anything about it, so I don't know what to expect. Oh, I, I don't that, know. All right, well, you go back and you listen to last week's episode, and you'll learn all about it. Okay. <laughs> Wait, I thought you guys were talking about Mario. <laughs> yeah, but it was in the news for last week. Sister, okay. The show still goes on, whether you're here or not. I was like, because I was like, okay, if I miss Mario stuff, it's fine. But then I miss Mandalorian stuff. No, I'm not cool with that. (laughs) (laughs) No, we just, we briefly talked about it. I'm sure we'll go in more in depth once it's out next month. Yeah. Like, we'll we'll really get into it. Okay. Uh, I have time to start catching up on my other shows. Speaking of things from last week, uh, have you seen anything about Super Mario 3D All-Stars? I do want that one. That's the one I want. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff they announced. I'm like. (sighs) Yeah. But that one I want because those are like three games in one pack. I'm like, hell yeah, that'd be fun three to have. Dope games, huh? Three dope games, right? So that that was actually the main main announcement they did. That was like, all right, that's really cool. Yeah. Like if I was a kid and I had more room in my place and like more free path, I feel like the Mario Kart would be kind of a cool idea. But yeah. as, as an adult with like too much stuff and <laughs> think of the cool courses you can make going all over your stuff. She's, she's shaking her head at me. She says no. She doesn't <laughs> like that. She hates it. She hates um, that. Strike that from the record, please. I did not suggest that ever. <laughs> Poor Teeb. Yeah, but I'm I'm, se- I'm excited about All Stars as well. Um, actually, you didn't. I feel like we did an episode about Mario sixty four, and you did not know much about it because you did not really play it growing up. No, I didn't. So I don't think I had this, the so the, that's that cool. Nintendo. That's cool that you're going to get to experience that. For the yeah. first time, and I will be very interested to hear your opinions. Uh, yeah, that's kind of why I'm like, all right, cool. Mario. I get three games, all in one. Yeah, all I'm actually very interested in. Yes, yes. Some of them I didn't quite get, like like the game I watch, like gold thing. It's I'm cool. like, I, I want maybe just maybe I for collecting it. purposes. Yeah, but that's, I'm that's just the thing. Like, I want it just because I want it, but. Do I need it? No. Yeah. And then, really. then the, the weird Mario multiplayer thing was kind of weird. Oh, yeah. The Mario 35. Yeah. That's kind of weird. So, like, a lot of stuff is weird. But that game, I was like, okay. No, that was cool. Yeah, I want that. Give me all of those together. Dope. Um, all right. I think that's um, that's about all the time we got for this week. Oh, wow. And look at that exact timing. I mean, like, we tore this thing up. Look at us. Look at us go. We're doing Can the we give thing. a shout out to the timer in your head? I know. Give big shout out okay. to, to Matt Smith for Matt. keeping us Thanks, rolling Matt. on this thing. Um, <laughs> Leva, where can our soap suds find you online and uh, what's coming up in the near future for you? 
Uh, I am wrestling Leva on everything. Instagram, Twitter, Twitch. Actually, what's next for me is a Twitch stream. Yeah. Apparently, it's mayhem on Overwatch, so you get to see me blow shit up. So come join me. I'll blow things up and <laughs> yell at randos. It'll be great. Super great. Uh, you got a big match coming up, right? Oh, shit. Yeah, that's a good good call. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, like I follow you your stuff. better at this than I am. Okay, yeah. Next couple days uh, is really crazy. So we have Dark, Peter versus Brandon. What the heck? My heart, my heart breaking. So that, make sure you watch that on Dark. Uh, That'll be that was it, 6, 7 Eastern Central Time. I'm very excited. And then a few hours later, we're doing a Critical Botch episode. <gasps> yeah, Critical so Botch. So we're doing Critical Botch is back on Tuesday. Now that, because we had to do the weird filming a person, which was awesome, but we waited a couple of days. So it's like on Thursday instead of a Tuesday. But now we're back on Tuesday again. Uh, we are pushing it back to 9 o'clock Eastern because uh one of our players has something to do and he won't be done at about eight that gives him time to get home and yeah be ready to go at nine so i know it's like guys but you know people have kids and lives and jobs so (laughs) you're making it it work you're making it work work. also um if you are a heels member i am running our first ever game game night on friday which is why i'm a little bit bogged down with work (laughs) because <laughs> it's all on me. And then Saturday, we are doing a Special Olympic. AEW and Special Olympics in Illinois are getting together and playing Rocket League. I never played Rocket League. I just oh, bought it and then fun. downloaded it. But I never played it. So I need to yeah, learn how to play it real quick. Uh, but we're doing that with the wonderful kids of Special Olympics. So that will be on Saturday. And that's free to everyone to watch. So awesome. I know Heels, you have to be Heels member, obviously. But uh saturday you can watch watch us play with the kids it'll be a lot of fun cool that's Uh, at noon eastern time awesome i'm sure they can find all that information on your twitter and yes i don't think uh, special olympics has posted the the information yet because we just approved the poster (laughs) but yes follow the socials and you will get the information that sounds like a lot of fun leva uh as for myself you can follow me on twitter at m lee ponton and you can also follow the show at The Geek Soapbox, both on Twitter and Instagram. And don't forget, you can always email us at the email address, thegeeksoapbox at gmail.com. Please keep sending us uh, your comments, your opinions on any of the topics that we talked about, your questions. And if you have any ideas for future shows, please let us know because we want to talk about what you guys want to hear us talk about. Yeah. That, that keeps you coming back. We want back. you guys to be stick around. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. We want to talk Please about the things that you want to hear. Stick around and watch us listen to us. Uh, <laughs> you can also listen to us on multiple podcasting services. We'll be on iTunes. We'll be on Stitcher. We'll be on Spotify and SoundCloud. New episodes go up every Tuesday following the broadcast on Sunday night. And while you're there, please don't forget to subscribe uh, if that's available on that on your platform of choice. Leave us a rating. Leave us a review. That stuff super helps us out when other people start searching for geek podcasts. The more, you know, the higher we rate, the more people have talked about our show, the higher we come up in search engines. So please spread the word of the Geek Soapbox. Uh, let's continue to grow this Soap Sud army. You guys are awesome. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, Levi, I haven't really talked to you about this, but next week I think we should go back to where TGS all started. 
with a 20-year retrospective on the rest in peace now ended Fox X-Men movieverse. And talk about that. And I caught up with everything. What we, was the we, last we one that read, came out? Uh, huh? Dark Phoenix came out last year. And, uh, I don't think I saw New that Mutants one. This came out this year? I haven't seen New Mutants yet. But anyway, I feel like we should just talk about, you know, the series as a whole because it is the 20-year anniversary this year. So let's go back to where TGS started and do a retrospective on that. Sound okay, cool? I went off about how? <laughs> about three. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, thanks for listening, you guys. You guys are awesome. We'll see you back here next Sunday night, 9 p.m. Oh, and you can find me here on uh, this channel streaming Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. and Friday nights at 8 p.m. We'll see you then. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for being here, Leva. Until next time, bye. Bye. Soapbox is a TGS Entertainment production produced and directed by Michael Lee Ponton with associate producer Leva Bates. Theme music by Alex Barrett and additional musical cues provided by Adhesive Wombat.